Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It takes a pandemic. Okay, you fill in the rest. For instance, it takes a pandemic for me to finally clean out my desk. It takes a pandemic to start reading that pile of New Yorkers. Uh, It takes a pandemic for me to finally learn to bake. Well, for audiences of live performance, it takes a pandemic to cherish our actors and musicians. With New York City's jazz venues, symphony spaces, and theaters closed, live performance has stopped. But actors and musicians continue to create. They have to. It's who they are. For this Hunker Down podcast, I talk with these artists who perform for a living about how social distancing is affecting their work now and when this is all over. About their dedication to the art of live performance. If you know their work, it is really insufficient to describe Melitza Paranozic and Jean Pritzker as most talented, versatile musicians, innovative performance artists who have given concerts all over the world. Yes, it's insufficient, so this intro is going to be insufficient. Jean is a composer, guitarist, rapper, DJ, band leader, music producer. He has written over 700 compositions of all sorts, and to get into all that this man does would take a while. So we'll move on. Milica Paranozic is a Serbian-born composer, performer, producer, and educator. But again, that does not get even close to the multiple talents of this vivacious and vibrant woman. She is described as a performance art cat, Her work synthesizes contradicting, surprising elements with the results that have been described as liquor-filled pralines. But again, totally insufficient. Let's talk to Melitza Paranozic and Jean Pritzker. Jean arrived a bit early to the session, and so we talked about the music he was producing in isolation. So basically, uh, I sent you a bunch of audio and I decided not to go the... Uh, music about isolation and long whatever, but okay. most music that I did here while in that last couple of weeks in isolation. So I'm basically mixing music. When, uh, the when, Butterflies when. is from this album that's going to come out called Maggots, and Maggots is a uh, baritone sax concerto, so it's one of the movements. So this album is done. It's all ready, and I've been past couple of weeks listening to it over and over, making sure it's good. So I'm just written, I'm about to submit it, and it's going to be released on my record label. And the other two, Born Free and Ironization, those are for two other albums that are, I'm just in the middle of, well, now I have a lot of time to <laughs> edit and mix and listen, so I'm just sitting around. So it, we can it, talk it, about Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of nice to have all that time. Huh? It's kind of nice yeah. to have all that time, you know? Um, well, I, I, don't know if you saw, I don't know if you use Facebook so much, but I, and we could talk about this too. I just launched this new project on Facebook. And yeah. I just launched it last night, and it's gone crazy. It's called Epidemic Dances. <laughs> Basically, the idea is uh, 
I ask composers, performers, uh, uh, if you have recording equipment at home, I write a piece for you, whatever instrument you play, and you write a piece for me for electric guitar. So it's about electric, uh, a bunch of electric guitar slash whatever duets, whatever they play, and we record this piece and put it on Bandcamp and call it all epidemic dances, like short three-minute pieces. So I have already 20 people who want to do it, and I already wrote three of these pieces. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm recycling all music, but just <laughs> sound like today I was going crazy. I'm actually right now, I just stopped in the middle of recording one of them. It was well, a really fun project. Good, so good, good to take a break. It sounded a little bit like your Three Keys concert, uh, which you're combining different uh, composers together. Yeah, but but here, uh, you know, I write a piece for, let's say, myself and viola, and the violist writes a piece for himself and guitar, for viola and guitar. Okay, so, a little so bit it's, different. It's, it, we're generating two pieces, two short pieces. Mine are all called Epidemic Dances. They could call theirs whatever, but it's uh, for the same, you know, all this, it's all going to be Valencia Guitar because it's um, my project, but it's like now I got viola, I got cello, I got alto flute, I got a bunch of pianos, I got drums. I mean, I, got this, <laughs> I have like a list of composers and perform performers who's like, yeah, I want to do it. I have recording equipment. Let's do it. And so, so they rec they record in their studio. You record in your studio, and you have. And we a put it together. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, I have the score. Everything's just record the part I write, and they record the parts. I record the part they write, and everything. How do you keep everything together? How do you keep um, you know the timing? Well, when we record to a, to a click, it's, right? You know these pro the programs we use, the metronomes. You know, you record, you write everything. Sure. Let's say quarter note equals eighty. I record my part. I send it to him. He'll listen to my part, but also with the metronome, and record his or her part, whoever. So I was talking to three jazz musicians that are local and not performing, obviously now, and they're doing something very similar. There, there's one. Oh God, I can't think of it. Something LB. Chad LB. Chad LB's uh, uh, virtual big band. You can, oh, really? Cool. You can find it on, and it's very kind of traditional jazz. So it's not wild, crazy stuff. It's kind of very, but it's it's that click track, and it's very well, beautiful. Every, everything's a, yeah, exactly. Click track is fine. Yeah, it works very well. So. <laughs> right? Do you lose something? Because we were just out at the uh, at pianos, and yeah. your, your sound liberation was playing there. You must you must lose something having to stick to the click track or or not. I mean, it's it's a different vibe. I, I like click tracks. I record a lot. Of, I mean, as long as they're playing what I wrote, <laughs> yeah. And you can listen. You know, one of us can listen to the other because somebody records first, and you know, obviously, yeah. So it, it works well. I I like it. I, I do it all the time. So right. I don't like click track. Yeah. So do you, do you think this um, by being uh, hunkered down like this uh, is going to change the way? music is going to be done maybe not the way you do music but maybe the way others do music that it's going to become more this thing that we do at home though i know it's being done a lot it's already being yeah i don't know i, I don't you know look if, if 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 there's a chance to do it live people always go for doing it live i know that so. why, why is that <laughs> why is the live better i don't know people like to play together live. it's not that it's better or worse it's just it is you know but you 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 enjoy it more. Yeah, yeah, people like it exactly. So. Well, I mean, I've seen you in performance, and you're you're a wild man. Um, <laughs> well, we try. You know, you know. Yeah, I mean, you best. you take on this other kind of Gene Pritzker persona, and, and you get you get crazy. I mean, I I uh, was at the last concert that you did it, uh, and that right. was the last concert you did at uh, pianos. You know, that was the last concert I did, believe <laughs> Right, right. And we're going to be, eventually... <laughs> the funny thing is, it was so long ago, but that was the last concert I did. Well, what was it? It was two and a half weeks ago? 
it was it was a Saturday. Yeah, it, it was two Saturdays ago. So whatever. It wasn't that long ago. But well, yet it feels you know, like a lifetime ago. Like a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, I remember standing there in the in the in the crowded room because there's no place to really sit at, know, at pianos on Ludlow Street. People were like all over each other, and we were basically, you know, coroned by that time, and yet we were kind of yeah, everybody together. Was on top of each other. Yeah, everyone was on top of each other. I mean, look, it's two and a half weeks from now. You're okay, I guess I'm okay, and so we didn't catch anything there, but we're not doing well, that anymore. Yeah, we're not doing that anymore. I mean, the truth is, uh, I mean, I, don't, I, I think I'm, I might have had it. Oh, really? Hi, Mill. How you doing? I'm, I'm used to calling yeah. you Melitza. I like to call her Millie. And Millie, yeah. People so. have their preferences, and right. I allow them. I've heard, oh, people, nice. I've heard people call you Malika, but <laughs> it's not Malika. It's Melitza, right? People call me all sorts of things. It's not Malika, for sure. Malika. For sure it's not that. It's not Malika. <laughs> so uh, Jean and I, we kind of started the conversation. When well, late? I'm not late. I was in the car. No, no, no. You are, you are right friggin' I, on I was, time. I was early, sorry. He was early, and so we just started talking, and I started recording. <laughs> Melissa, I can't see so well because the light's right behind you, but we're not recording. We're not doing the video. I know, but if you just make me feel bad about my visuals, then I, I feel like I have to fix it. There you go. Like, now I see you. Look, look at that thing like behind me. You got a nice little star thing going. <laughs> I think it's just you. I can see her fine. All right. All right. Hey, could I'll, be, I'll, could, I'll work around the light while we talk. Don't worry. I, don't, I, really I don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It. I, I have an old screen. I'm just challenged, so yeah. I have to respond to it. You, you two okay. are, you two are perfectionists, I think, and uh, everything needs to be just perfect. And we're All getting, right. we're getting emojis from Gene and a different heart. <laughs> Heart beating heart, and he's he's experimenting with Skype right now. He's he's finding what he can do. Oh my God, emoji! You know? <laughs> the only reason I wanted to I wanted the light behind you, Melissa, is so I could see you because well, you, can, you look can so you see nice. Me now? Yes, great, right? So, Gene, finish up. You someone in your family was uh, ill. Yeah, so somebody in my family was ill. They had the virus, and we, uh, well. They got better and everything is fine, but we had to deal with that quarantine inside the house. Everybody had their own little, <laughs> everybody took out their rooms, bedroom, living room, my room, etc. So yeah. it was a little bit of a thing, but you know, we got through it. It's fine. And so whoever was sick in your house, you had to, you had to bring that person food and they had to leave, yeah, it, leave it at the door and have them, them come out and get it. <laughs> we took care of them. No problem. Yeah. Good. And you, you're feeling okay. I'm feeling. I always feel like I have a virus. You always feel like you have a virus. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Me, I, yeah, me. I, think Gene, I think Gene planted it. I mean, yes, exactly. Ah. I like, you know. So it's not the it's not the Chinese flu. It's the Pritzker flu. It's a, it's a, I, I invested in Zoom and planted the virus. <laughs> and you, you're right. Well, hopefully we won't. I won't catch it from you through Skype. Through Skype. How, how are you feeling, uh, Melissa? I'm feeling good. Um... I mean, I'm healthy. The problem with me is I had a surgery a couple of months ago, and and so the recovery from it took a little longer. So the symptoms from like adjusting to the new medication and the post-op recovery that was scary for me for a couple. Of, but like they didn't completely coincide. So luckily, when I felt better, this started. Otherwise, I would have really, you know, be I would have been 
I don't know what the word is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. like you don't know. Like, and I keep thinking about people who are in a similar situation and they get something. They might have something else, and like yeah. you don't know what's what. Yeah, and, but the thing is, once well, you once you've gotten surgery, you have to go back and see the doctor again. That's um, true. So that's know. a little stressful because I have like uh, weekly follow-ups that I have to go to and I can't. Yeah. So some of it is the phone and some of it is like in the medication that I have. I have to, they have to monitor how I'm adjusting to it so that they can get the dosage just right. So all of that is like eyeballing right now. And also getting the medication, like too, too many people waiting for something, you know, waiting in line and, and, and um, just not knowing whether, you know, my, my refills will be available and stuff like that. That scares me. Yeah, and, and, and all this kind of like uh, fine-tuning is done by distance, is done on the phone. Yeah. So the doctor says, how are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling this. And then they got to guess. There's yeah, no, there's... they got to guess. And then luckily, like, I was feeling better before this got worse. So I know that the dosage is probably right, if not perfect. Yeah, what, so. what, my, my, my big fear is getting a toothache at this point. So yeah. I'm, I'm flossing like crazy. So because you get a toothache, you, you're not going to go see a dentist right now. Right, you know, and it's like you don't want to have a stranger putting his hands in your mouth. So I don't know. I'm sure it'd be fine, but it's it's. It, sure. I I think about it. I think about it. So you you two are probably some of the most active, energetic people, constantly moving. I mean, I'm watching you now on the screen, and it's like you just you've got like <laughs> jelly beans uh, in your you're not jelly beans, what jumping beans. In your in your pocket, jumping beans. jumping beans. Yeah, I know, I know. And 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 so, how are you getting? How are you getting through this? Jeans falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. No, I just think it happened. I'm feeling good. Uh- <laughs> because you're you're now you you've been at home, right? You're not you're not out at all. You're 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 at home. I just walk my dog once a couple times a day. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm at home. I mean, I've seen I've seen you uh, I've seen Jean on stage, and you you just jump around. In fact, the last show I saw, you fell off the stage. You were so I active. Love That's I right. I love that you included that in your other show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't fall off the stage. Maybe I'll, I'll edit it into this one. No. Yeah, you, yeah, just put it in the, Yeah, I'll just put it. it. Ah, yeah, yeah. And then we say, are you okay? Are you okay? Benjamin Britton in the end. Who likes Benjamin Britton? Come on, I know the Yale motherfuckers like Benjamin Britton. Shit. Yo, uh... <laughs> Listen, uh, okay, so we're going to do, this is a, a world premiere right now. It's a piece with a poem written by our very own, the Wall Street poet, Mr. Robert C. Ford. The poem is called, May the Great Ark Save the Drone. And I wrote a chamber piece for it for, for this group right here. And we're gonna, I have to conduct it. But Robert's going to come up and read the poem. Give it up for Robert C. Ford. I mean, that's that's who you are. Um, uh, you know, the funny thing for me just is nothing much has changed because I mostly do this all day long without the coronavirus. I stay home and write music and mm-hmm. three times walk my dog. That's <laughs> and the only difference is I used to also have lots of concerts, so I would wait for those to go into the social situation. So those are gone, and also I got. Now, too many people living here all the time. Right, that would be my, my yeah. that would be my wife and kids. Right, and, and Melissa, you're but you're not usually here all the time. You're by uh, yourself. Otherwise, right? everything's the same. Right? Yeah. So yeah, and 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 you're not performing, Melissa. You're you're by yourself. You're 
I'm by myself, so yeah. I can't. Like, if I get sick, I can't get anybody else sick in my household because there ain't anybody else in my household. Well, so you're being very um, conscientious by being alone. Um, yeah, no, similarly, like, I actually, for the first couple of weeks of this, I had already been self, like, and I actually told people, and now they they call me psychic because like i'm gonna be on a self-imposed lockdown for the whole winter <laughs> month, month of march and they're like why and i'm like i have to finish my opera right. so i actually had decided to spend the whole month in isolation and just concentrate on on finishing the opera because i have two performances that are scheduled one in may and one in august who knows whether it's going to happen now or not nevertheless i promised my performer is the parts and I promise the producer is Mexico new score and the translator needs to do so I'm like okay so like a while ago I planned okay this is my month don't talk talk to me don't call me don't do anything because even though I'm not writing like 20 20 hours a day I want to have like that space that I can if I you know if I if I want to do it in the middle of the night I do it in the middle of the night if I have a you know yeah so I I kind of put that time aside but um but then you know after a while, it's just, you know, I wish it wasn't for those reasons. I don't mind staying at home for another two months and writing, write music and create things mm -hmm. and go for, for, you know, whatever, outdoors yoga by myself. Like, I don't also don't mind not seeing too many people. I feel like I have a little bit of a threshold mm -hmm. for, like, social, physical, social interaction. So, like, that doesn't bother me that much, but it's just you know, the reality of why that's happening is getting, uh, I, I don't know, I can't, I'm, 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 I'm really, it's, it's depressing and it's scary. Okay, so, yeah. You, 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 yeah. Bo you both are, are creators and you're creating right now, you create all the time and, and, and you were going to use this time to create anyway, Gene, you're always creating, but you're now creating in a different context I mean, let's say you can't go out. I mean, does that context affect the kinds of uh, music that comes out of you, do you think? Or are you, are you creating what you would have created anyway? Well, I mean, I, I think I am still creating what I would have created anyway. But since uh, I, am in, I like to be inspired constantly by the situation of life, my life, always. So obviously <laughs> this is happening. So I wrote, uh, actually, I wrote, I wrote a piece uh, called Quarantine Blues. And I posted that online just to get people going. And then I said... You know what would be cool is if we, I, I make this piece for a quartet and we record it. So I wrote it for, uh, arranged a piece for trumpet, guitar, bass, and drums. And now in Vienna, two guys and one guy in Harlem and I'm here. We just, we're recording it. And we're going to, so everybody, again, recording at home to a click track. So that was kind of cool. That's, uh, we're, it's in the, I'm in the middle of that. And then like, uh, like I said yesterday, I launched this thing called Epidemic Dances. And all of a sudden I have 20 people where we record duets together. We write and record. So that's going to happen. So all of a sudden all these kind of fun projects that, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, I, I actually kind of found time for them. I, I might have done these projects anyway. I mean, I wouldn't call them epidemic <laughs> if there was no epidemic. But the, definitely the title was inspiring, kind of, you know, like, ooh, we're an epidemic. What could it be that be, you know, uh, as, a, as a piece of music? Uh, and then also the process, because we can't go and meet in a studio. So do you have a studio at home? Yes. Do you want to write a piece? Did I write a piece? We record? Yes. So this type of thing. So, you know, so that comes out of it. Um, and but otherwise, I'm also doing just like I said, a lot of editing uh, uh, and mixing of music I recorded before, which I was gonna do, but I was gonna take like I don't know months to do it. And now I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I have all this time. 
where I don't have a concert tonight and I don't have to go rehearsal to, you know, all these other things that I was doing besides writing music at home. Right. So now I'm using that for that. So I, it, you know, it has changed some things, uh, uh, what I usually do. Just right. Because there's nowhere to go. <laughs> and, 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 and Melitza. And now a piece written by Jean Pritzker while in isolation, The Dress in the Wind, a piece of poetry with some wild rock guitar. than skin undress your eyes so that I might measure the distance between the breathing and the breathless my face pressed within your tresses and skin the lesson of this second to be learned at leisure. Oh, undress your eyes for me so as not to censure the bliss of this instant. An undone scene, my mouth, your Melitza, you're you are working on an opera that's based on the Odyssey. Is that right? That is. It's a chamber opera for ten people, three instrumentalists playing six instruments, and then a chorus of seven women. It's actually, it's all female cast, so it's like uh, ten performers that are all all women, and then my singers are seven, six sopranos and a mezzo, and uh, the mezzo is my soloist, and she's Penelope. This is from the website PenelopeAndTheGeese.com. Melissa Paranosik's opera is a different sort of odyssey that investigates fidelity, love, sensuality, and desire from a female perspective. Odysseus has just returned home. He and Penelope have just made love for the first time. Odysseus falls asleep under a large blanket woven from the hair of Penelope's lovers while her husband was gone. Penelope wonders, where should I weave his hair? Where should she weave a lock of Odysseus's hair into this narrative, in a way that fits her husband, who she loves more than anything, into her experience of those twenty years? Other female characters from the Odyssey, goddesses, demigoddesses, and slaves, add their voices to the mix, bringing their own experience of sexual agency or the lack thereof. And now a selection from Melitza Peranozik's Penelope and the Geese.
do you find that you're writing what you would have write it, written anyway? Or is this context? Yeah, no, this is a project I started a couple of years ago, and it's just been going, develop, being developed in stages. And this was just planned, you know, a while ago. And we had uh, this performance in Mexico City at the UNAM Festival uh, scheduled months ago. So therefore, I had, you know, planned to like finish it in during this month. And, and, and this is how it timed out just regardless of, of the virus. But um, and I don't think honestly, I don't think that this this work is uh, influenced or is getting influenced by this thing in, in any direct way. In other words, you, you're not going to be finding any references to it. But of course, whenever you're writing in a certain situation that finds its way musically through and sometimes with, you know, words, because the opera, the opera is kind of like based in, in past, but it's echoes in today because we're talking about some like issues that never really got better, <laughs> like jokes throughout yeah. that, that kind of like comment on current time. But I also like I do. I have a couple other projects that are that there are um, somewhat related to the to this time, and one of them is a song that I'm writing, but that's a secret. It's a song to our first lady. To our, 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 our yeah. First lady. The, the one that's first lady now. Yes, I'm singing to her, and oh. like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll finish and post it in one of, one of these days, and it's possible that it will be, I'm not copying Jean Prisca, but it's possible to be, and a lot of people are doing it, to be one of those things that people, people can, can add on, Sort of like, you know, here is the first verse, add another, pass, pass around. So it's like kind of like open letters. But right. I'm going to start with talking to Mel. Sister Melania, who you know is from former Yugoslavia. And that's like a long, a long, a long time idea of mine to kind of like do something that represents of what I would like to say to her if I had an opportunity to have a martini with that girl. <laughs> and and can can you share any idea you have about what you would say to Melania? I mean, we we haven't. Well, heard... I have an idea. I do. I know you do, but you don't want to share it right now. No, I don't want to share it right now. Right. Can you share a martini with us? <laughs> I can share a martini with you, but like that's another thing that like uh, you know another project that I have now because of the corona that is not really my that have, has nothing to do with my writing, but I had a couple of performances that I have to schedule uh, cancel. Because of it, so I've started doing um, doing three times a week. I'm doing uh, these kind of conversation. I call it Zoom in, uh, walking open open hour Zoom in sessions. So like okay. instead of walking session, it's like you know Zoom in session. So I have these these sessions where people just log log in to talk to talk to me about their music and and uh, like Tuesdays we have a we have tutorial day. I call it Tuesday tutorials. So I'm doing a bunch of tutorials on Logic, Ableton production, mixing that kind of stuff, and people are calling in to 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 ask questions, as well. And then Wednesdays I have film scoring workshop, which is now online, and I have people come in virtually to talk about their work. And we had a wonderful session last week, and and this this Wednesday have something um, slightly different with a new guest. And then Fridays we do curated playlists where I play stuff that we did in the last five years just um, kind of the highlights of the fi five years of Port Academia and people come in and listen in and comment. Uh, and then lastly, one of, one of my like 
I think it was 20 years ago when I had this band. I had a band with two pianists, and we were going to reunite this April to have a concert. We were called the Divas. We had we were uh, we planned to to have a concert like the Divas after 20 years or the Divas 2020, but uh, the the concert was obviously canceled. But that was the reason we got reunited after 20 years, and we're gonna, now going to do that concert in October. So right. and you're pretty sure it'll be October. Well, it's, the concerts are going to happen. October is going to be crowded. So who knows? I think like October, I already have like my my regular, you know, uh, ladies first. So September, October, November are all booked. But like I just have to double book. <laughs> now, do you, now, now, Melissa, you just went over a whole bunch of stuff really quickly. I'm sorry. And no, 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 no. <laughs> what I want to make sure that people who hear this podcast know where to go in case they heard anything like you just something on logic and something yeah, on screen uh-huh, uh-huh. screen music and i mean there's a lot of stuff there where can they go to find that the best way to do it is to go to paracademia.org paracademia p-a-r-a-c-a-d-e-m-i-a.org and um subscribe to the mailing list and um they will have to um, I will announce, be announcing them weekly, but they will have to actually get in touch with us beforehand to get the Zoom code for each one of those sessions. But they are spelled out in terms of when they're happening and how they're organized. Good. So get get onto your listserv. That's the, that's the main yeah. message there. And then pick out what, what you want to do with... Now, is uh, is there a charge for any of this? Do There's no just... charge. These are free sessions. I, I do accept donations if anybody feels like they want to put something in a in a tip jar, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah, and also, people can ask questions in, ahead of time. And because you, you are a teacher. I mean, that's uh, that's yeah. something that you do in paracademia, right? And Jean, you, you're also putting out a podcast... Well, the, uh, you know, talking about the social distancing, so we usually do this podcast here in my house. We get together, and we it's called Composers with Drinks Listening to Music. That's what it is. It's me and this other composer, Seth Baustad, and, and uh, another guy, Robert C. Ford, who's a Wall Street guy. When the three of us sit around, listen to music, have a theme, and get drunk. But since we can get here, we did it on Skype the other day, and we were still drinking. It was pretty social. It actually worked pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, we have five podcasts, and... I mean, five uh, episodes, and it's called Composers with Drinks, Listening to Music, Google it. And the last one was, uh, the, the theme was uh, uh, isolation, distance and isolation, obviously. <laughs> so we <laughs> good, played good. a lot of music, uh, you know, about that. Uh, and it was, it was a fun podcast. Every episode, we have a, a, a theme, and we also have a drink of the episode. So, you know, sometimes it's like, whatever, the gin ricky or some kind of a whiskey. <laughs> but this time, the drink was whatever you have in your fridge. <laughs> okay. So I, I happen to have a six pack of uh, Heineken, you know, whatever. Somebody had a limoncello. I don't know, just because I mean, actually liquor stores are open, but people know, still drink people. Heineken. My goodness. I don't know. That was the I called the deli guy and I said, "What do you got?" He had Heineken. Yeah, like, Heineken. Bring it up. Yeah, you're you're competing with our other podcast, Bar Crawl Radio, but I guess well, you know, drinking and doing a podcast a is a. <laughs> so Be- Becky and I are doing our Bar Crawl Radio in the living room. And I play bar sounds in the background. <laughs> so, you know, it sounds like we're at the bar. It sounds exactly. pretty realistic, in, in fact. So, by number, how many concerts were canceled for you because of this? Because I know you well, had concerts coming up, both of you. 
Well, I mean, with composed concordance, we have a huge season, and in April and May, and also end of March, uh, we had a whole bunch of concerts. So we had to, we basically we didn't want to cancel anything that we didn't have to, but once they start shutting shit down, <coughs> started canceling them. So the next concert we have scheduled is May tenth, which we're still hoping for, which I know sounds a little early. Huh? Oh, it's your birthday. Well, that's what we have. This it's a big bad concert. This place, really big place downtown. So if it happens, it could be really a fun and exciting event. But uh, we're scared. So, you know, I don't know. May tenth so, uh, is the a moment, little I, soon. I, I, I have re- I don't say canceled. I say rescheduled because yeah. I am every concert of, you know, we're, I mean, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's just not right now. So yeah. I would please reschedule at least six already, five or six. Uh, uh, in the you know, uh, right. one just recent. Uh, sometimes uh, the the clubs. Uh, we had a concert on May 8th at uh, uh, Bartalia Symphony Space, Upper West Side. Uh, right around and, the uh, corner from where I'm in right now. Exactly. And yeah. they, they announced that they're closing down through June 30th. So, you know. So that con- so we're, I want to have that concert. It's just going to be somewhere else. I just need another venue. Right. Uh, so this type of stuff. So we're constantly we're deciding not to just count. You know, I think a lot of people are like, you know, forget it. Let's just cancel the whole season and uh, uh, start up in fall. Which... Kind of makes sense, but I don't want to. I want to as soon as as soon as uh, I get a go ahead, <laughs> and I have the concerts already scheduled. We're gonna do them, and as soon as somebody says you can't do them, we'll just you know. So we go kind of concert by concert. Uh, uh, you know, the, so the next one I'm looking for is the main one. Hopefully, right. it could and, and and all you musicians, they their chops are still good, and they're gonna come in <laughs> raring to go. Well, you know, I, I got them all recording. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah epidemic yeah. dances. Everybody, everybody's. Writing hard pieces so they they could sit around practicing at home. <laughs> right. And Melita, you had that concert in Mexico, which is which I was have canceled. Concert in Mexico, concert in Mexico City is scheduled for thirtieth and thirty first of May. They still haven't canceled it, and they feel like they will cancel it last minute if they have to. So right, as far as we know, as of right now, we're still going, and uh, it's a like co-production between them. And then there is University of Delaware is coming in to perform with us and, and a bunch of people here from New York. So that's either canceled or not, or rescheduled, as Jean pointed out, it's more accurate, because I'm right. also not planning to really cancel anything. It's either changing the time or the format, but so we'll see. And then the, um, there were two concerts of or three events, I should say, within my organization that I had to reschedule also, the April 20th that I mentioned before with the Divas, there's also Make Music Harlem, my personal favorite, or one of them, one of my personal favorites. And, uh, Which is a street it scene. Like, we'll see, but the thing is, like, because Make Music New York actually announced that they want to con- continue to do the initiative of some sort during that day. So even if it, people are not in the street, we're going to do something with everybody on their balconies. And I will definitely do like a virtual event as well as something as far outside as I can do. But I also have, in the meantime, started talking to Saugerdays, New York, which is where another production of my opera will happen later in the summer. And it, um, and we are partnering up with Make Music Saugerdays, which people are not really in this, you know, this deep into the into the epidemics. And if it start if it continues to be like that, we're going to do something there. Even if New York is still closed, we're going to do Make Music Saugerdays, which is easier to put together. The streets are not as crowded. The, the, the permits are not that difficult to get and that kind of stuff. So we'll see. Right. And, and you feel like if you do go to Saugerdays and do this as a street scene, like you do Make Music Harlem, 
out right outside your apartment uh, on the street out there. That it'll work. Probably. I'm sorry, you didn't even finish. No, that that it would that, that it would work, and that people would stay separate. You know, I again, I'll I have to see. I mean. Yeah, I feel like that there's fewer people and it's not as crowded to begin with. And it will also be spread out through the entire downtown area. So it'll be like a stage on one corner and stage on a different, not, not a real stage, sort of like a sidewalk, makeshift stage. So peop, it's more like a walking tour than it's, you know, people all in the same spot for several hours. So I feel like that's possible. They also are open to doing it later in the summer. As am I, actually, I feel like make music is a nice idea for like a one day of like, you know, an outdoor festival, but it's been stressful for me to always keep it on the same date because of the weather and the scheduling and blah, 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 all sorts of things. So I'm open to doing it another day as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, um, both of you, we, we're, we're now being accultured to social distancing. I mean, all of us are, entire world. Right. We're saying, okay, it's doable. I'm, I go outside, I just went outside to get milk everyone kind of like, it was like magnets, anti-magnets, where you kind of yeah. walking around each other and you kind of like reject each other, right? Yeah, it's um, weird. And, and we're all do it and it's, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be any residual effect. It, don't get close to someone, you know, wash your hands, don't shake hands, you know, the hug and stuff and how that's going to affect performances, live performances that you two are so involved with. I, I feel like there's gonna like this. I think the handshake is dead, as a mm-hmm. <laughs> as a thing that we always did. I, I think that's like people because it's such a it's a cool thing to do, but there's so many other ways of greeting, you know. And a lot of cultures no, don't even have the handshake. It's a very Western thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't. I kind of feel that we're gonna lose that. But uh, I don't. I mean, you know, in concerts, people sitting together playing music. You know, I don't know. If I, I think that's part of. Being a musician, you can't really. You yeah, know, because we'll you're been, you 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 play in very small stages with a lot of musicians. Yeah, and you're right on top of each other. And, and we said you <laughs> fell off the stage because there wasn't any room yeah. to stand. Yeah, I was running yeah. away from the Corona guy. Did you see that Melissa was at that concert? Did you see him fall yeah. off the stage? No, I was a little bit late, so I missed the. Missed uh, that uh, you missed the main fall, yeah. So I mean, Melissa, do you do you think this is going to change how people interact when I they get into crowds? People, I think some of the things, some things might change, and I think the main thing that the thing that I do like about what happened in in habits of a lot of people because um, they didn't used to, or I'm not going to say they like who they. Yeah. A lot of people did not used to cover their mouth when sneezing or coughing, and I hated that for the longest time. I feel like it's really rude to not do that, and now people are doing that, so I'm glad about that. I'm glad about washing hands. The handshakes, I don't care for so much. If they die, they die. Fuck it. The <laughs> hugging and kissing, I I don't think I cannot be a hugger or a right. kisser. Ever. Yeah, yeah. So I think that is sometimes more of like a cultural preference, like where you grew up than where you spend a lot of time. So I think people will gradually go back to what they're, what they, you know, because people don't have the same ways of greeting each other, you know, in big cities like New York, where from all over the world and like people do the, do different things and Serbs kiss three times and Brazilians do that and Japanese do that. So like, I think we'll go back to what a sum of whatever we grew up with and what we like to do, but I think some of the good things hopefully will stay. Yeah, it seems to me uh, human beings, uh, we forget pretty easily. We kind of live yeah. in that moment, yeah. and 
we kind of move yeah. on. And I'm, I mean, three years from now, hopefully we'll all be here. Uh, I, yeah. I, I don't know that our behaviors will be that different. Maybe we won't shake hands. Maybe that's, that, that's, that's going to happen. So. I think the Japanese, the Japanese have it correct, right? Yeah. Japanese have it Yeah. Yeah, Al from far away. And uh-huh. <laughs> of course, I hear their subways are kind of packed like sardines. Right, well, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, subway riding, I mean, I, 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 how is our behavior going to change? Well, we'll have to, we'll have to observe it. Uh, Melitza Paranozik and Jean Pritzker, thank you so much for joining us on Hunkered Down. It's so great to have be kind of visiting with you. I haven't seen Melitza in, I guess, a year. Uh, yeah, and, and so it's, cool. it's been a while. It's always great to see your pretty face. Thank you for getting cool. the lighting right so I could look at you. <laughs> and, and Jean Pritzker, the lighting was too good on you. No, no, no my face is not as good. <laughs> I, I'm sitting back in the, in the shade here. So again, thank you very much. And, um, and we'll, we'll talk again. And uh, be safe. Stay hunkered down. And uh, yeah, namaste. Namaste. What is it? Namaste? Namaste, namaste. folks. Yeah, there you go <laughs> to, to, to everybody thank you very much okay, bye. Bye. you've been listening to the Hunker Down podcast conversations with actors and musicians about their lives on stage during a pandemic if you have any questions or suggestions please contact us at upperwestsideradio at gmail.com that's one word upperwestsideradio at gmail.com <laughs>